You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 396, How to Read the Bible. So what's your plan? I'm recording this uh, kind of halfway through the month of January 2023. And, you know, one of the things so many Christians want to do is, is create a consistent Bible reading habit. And there's really not much more more that you can do to help yourself grow. That is one of the most effective tools to help any believer grow. Whether you've been a Christian for five minutes or 50 years, uh, this is one of those things that is really, really going to help you. Now, obviously, it's not just reading, it's doing, it's it's praying, it's being a part of a church, it's it's trying to live out the Christian life with the help of the Holy Spirit and living seeing the Holy Spirit develop the fruits of the Holy Spirit in, in, in us. I get it. There's more to it. But putting God's Word in us is a great, great step in the right direction. I I can testify, having been a Christian for, you know, 40-something years, that, that daily, consistent ingestion of God's Word has made such a difference in my life over the years. So what is your plan? Do you have a plan? Now, you know, some folks really don't even think about it. You know, it's just kind of like, okay, you know, I haven't read my Bible in a few days. Let me just pick it up, flip it open, read a few verses, okay, and move on. Um, that's not a plan. That's, you know, kind of a, a biblical uh, Russian roulette. You're just kind of rolling, spinning the chamber and kind of seeing what's going what's gonna to hit you. Um, you know, so, so you just never know. You know, you, maybe you've heard the story, the old preacher joke, and I'm sorry if you've heard it, but... You know, the guy uh, hadn't read his Bible in a while, and he thought, well, man, I need to read my Bible. So he flipped it open and put his finger on the first verse, and it said, Judas went and hanged himself. And he said, oh, my gosh, that's that's terrible. That, that That's awful. I, I I can't believe I just read that. I, that's not what I needed to hear. So he, he closed the Bible, and he said, well, let me, let me try it again. And so he opened the Bible back up and put his finger on the first verse he saw. And the next verse said, Go thou and do likewise. Well, again, Russian roulette with the Bible. That's not what we want to do. We want to really ingest God's Word in a, in a, in a, in a, in a consistent manner and have a plan. What is your plan? Now, before we, we jump into it, I've got five things I'm going to share with you. But before we jump into those five, I want to let you know, this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, Miracles in Mark, the book and the video teaching course. The book is uh, just a fantastic little book that goes through the Gospel of Mark and looks at every supernatural uh, thing that Jesus did. Miracles in Mark was my second book, and uh, it's just I, I, I still go back and you know, draw from it. It's just got great, great insights and, and material. If I do say so myself, it's been used in other countries as a Bible study tool for small groups. It's great for individual and 
for a small group study. And then the course, if, if, if you really get excited and want the course as well, there's a video course. It's got 20-something short videos um, where we work, work through the material. Um, these are great for a, for a Bible study, um, and, and it'll really help you. So check out the book. Check out the course. But also a second or third uh, resource highlight is the one-year Bible. I actually just finished. Um, took me a little bit longer um, this year, but I just finished a couple of days ago the one-year Bible for the previous year. Um, it's dynamite. I'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute, but check on the uh, resource highlights. Click on it, and, and I know you will love it. All right, so how... How do we read the Bible? What 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 are, what what is a consistent way? What is a way we can begin to create a habit? Now, first of all, some folks you know think the Bible is like any other book, and we just pick it up and start at the beginning. Well, that's okay. You know, you start at Genesis, and you get a great great grasp of what happened at the beginning and how um, society developed and how uh, you know mankind fell and just all the craziness that went along with it. You see the covenants. Um, in Genesis. And then you move into Exodus and you see God delivering his people from bondage. It's just phenomenal. Sadly, though, most people get bogged down in Leviticus and are never heard from again. Um, It can be very difficult reading the Bible that way. Um, I'm not saying don't do it. Um, I have done it that way before, but that's not my preferred method of reading the Bible because if you just do that, it's going to be months before you get to the New Testament. And so, really, our goal um, should be to be very, very well grounded in the New Testament before we even tackle the Old Testament. But that is one way. That is one way. Start at the beginning and see what happens. Then number two, a second great way, and I just mentioned this on the resource highlights, is the one-year Bible. The one-year Bible is a handy-dandy little tool to help you stay consistent in your Bible reading. Um, you just pick it up. You look at the date. Uh, I, you know, I started in January and then just finished a couple of weeks or a few days ago in January. Um, and each each day, you will actually read a section from the Old Testament. You'll read a section from the New Testament. You'll read a psalm or a you know part of a psalm, and you'll read a few verses from the Proverbs to get some wisdom. Um, it takes about fifteen minutes a day give or take, sometimes 10, sometimes 15, sometimes 20, but usually right around 15 minutes of of, of the day. And if you do that every day, you'll finish the Bible in one year. It'll take you right through it. You'll read the entire Old Testament. You'll read the entire New Testament along with it. And it's a great way to go because not only are you getting those great stories and just the amazing um, things that we see in the Old Testament, we also are getting from the very beginning um, the life of Jesus in, in, in the New Testament. So the, the one-year Bible is a great way to go. What I find is every two or three years, I'll pick it up and I'll go through it. Um, I find for me this, this actually really helps every two or three years to get it, to go through it, that discipline of reading the whole Bible, um, getting that big overview is a great way to go. And, uh, you know, the, like I say, there's a link in the show notes to, to, to the one I just used. However, if you like reading online, when I talk about the U version later, um, you know, there's there's the same format there electronically if you're just willing to look a little bit. Um, another great way to read the Bible is to focus on the New Testament. As I've said, you really, really, really want to be grounded in the New Testament before you start spending too much time in the Old Testament. I love the Old Testament. I love reading the the history, the prophets, the 
the, the beautiful poetry. Um, but it's very, very important that we be grounded in the New Testament first because it's by understanding the New Testament as Christians that we begin to understand in much greater detail what God was doing in that period before Jesus. So one of the things I've found is there's about 260 chapters in the New Testament. So if you read a couple of chapters a day, you'll knock this thing out. You'll actually read it twice. You read, you read two chapters a day and you'll, you'll work through the, the, the New Testament um, essentially twice in a year. And what a great feeling, what a great accomplishment to be able to read the New Testament through you know, a couple of times in a year. You'll find uh, your faith is going to be grounded so much deeper in God's Word because you're getting that Word inside of you. So the New Testament is, is especially for newer Christians, um, I still do this. This year I'm going to be focusing a little bit more on the New Testament since I just finished the, the one-year Bible. But whatever you're comfortable with, um, the, the, the New Testament is just such a great way to go to get grounded. So one or two chapters a day, you'll knock it out. You know, you'll, you'll actually work through it twice in a year. Another great way to go is combining reading a section from the New Testament, a section of the Psalms, and the Proverbs. Essentially, it's the one-year Bible format. We're just eliminating the uh, the other part of the Old Testament. But this is, you know, for someone who's a, who just doesn't maybe have but a few minutes, um, reading a chapter or section of the New Testament, reading a Psalm, reading some Proverbs is really, really going to help you get grounded. Um, I try and read the Psalms through, um, just like I read the New Testament through a couple of times of the year. Um, during the year, normally I'll try and read the Psalms through at least twice because what I find in reading the Psalms is they help me to pray. Uh, they guide my prayers. I'll usually use some of the Psalms as I pray during my morning devotionals. Um, it's just a great way to go. And of course, Proverbs is going to you know, give you that wisdom. God says, uh, James says in his letter, you know, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask and God will give it to you. Well, one of the ways he gives it to us is through his word. And when you read Proverbs, it's such a beautiful uh, picture of what wisdom looks like. You get these beautiful nuggets to meditate on during the day. So, so a combination of the New Testament, the Psalms, and the Proverbs are a great way to go. Um, I definitely encourage this. In fact, if you, you, you kind of put these together... Um, as, as we said, you can read the New Testament through twice a year. You can read um, the Psalms through twice a year, maybe even read Proverbs through two or three times a year um, if that's how you want to do it. And then another really, really great way to go to getting God's Word inside of us are some guided reading plans. I've got friends who, who, who struggle to read the Bible, attention span, uh, attention deficit disorder, whatever. We can blame it. We can make excuses, but I get it. And there are folks who, who, who struggle sometimes to, to create a habit. But I'm always looking for hacks. What are some hacks that I can use to create habits? Um, you know, first of all, it's setting the right time. Um, I try and do it at the same time, the same place every day. For me, it's early morning. I've got my coffee, um, and, I've, and I've got that time in which I do it. But also having the hack, having somebody maybe guide you through the scriptures. This is why um, I said I had five things for you. Actually, I've got six. Um, before I get to the, the, the sixth one, the number five is um, the Bible Project. 
The Bible Project is a great way to go if you're a visual and an audio learner. Um, the Bible Project will actually guide you. I've got friends that go through the, the, the Bible Project um, for, for a year, and essentially you've got a short video, which is like a little cartoon that talks about the passage of Scripture. So you read a little, you watch the little video, and now and then you've, you've ingested God's Word. Um, the, the, the best way to find that is, um, you know, get online, just type in the Bible Project, it pops right up. But for folks who, who prefer that format, that's not a bad way to go. I've got other friends who prefer audio format. Um, for them, they, 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 they don't like to read, they're not a big reader, but, you know, going to work, they'll put the scripture on in their car and listen to some scripture as they're sitting in traffic, which is a much better way to um, resolve conflict that <laughs> when you're sitting in traffic in Atlanta. But uh, but audio is, is a great way to go as well. But then we get to the number six, and this is the version devotionals. These are guided plans that will take you through the scriptures. I actually just finished one in conjunction with my own reading of the one-year Bible. One of the other things I was doing is every day or every almost every day, I was reading um, through Rick Warren, Pastor Rick Warren, his daily devotional guide on the version. Now, the version is, is the most popular Bible app in the world. It's free. It's amazing. Um, if you've never downloaded it, this is one I would definitely say download because it's got multiple versions of the Bible, multiple languages of the Bible. Um, there's videos. There's stuff for the kids. But there's so many different devotionals in Bible reading plans. And if you need a guided uh, devotional, if you need somebody to kind of help you, this is a great way to go. Pastor Rick Warren is one of my favorites, so I chose last year to go through this uh, yearly plan. And it's, 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 it was so simple, but it was so profound to go along with my other readings. Uh, Pastor Rick starts with a verse, maybe two verses of Scripture, and then just a short, maybe two or three paragraphs just highlighting a couple of the key points in those scriptures. Um, he always leaves you with something to think about, but it's a great way to go if the Bible is new to you and you feel like you need somebody to guide you through. And the beauty of these devotions is there's something for everybody. There's men's devotionals. There's women's devotionals. There's devotionals for teens. There's devotionals that talk about your job. There's devotionals that talk about your marriage. There's devotionals that talk about raising kids. There's devotionals that talk about depression. There's devotionals that talk about anxiety and fear. There's devotionals that talk about your money. Whatever you need a little help with, there is something there. Just go to, once you've downloaded the version. um, uh, version of the Bible, go, go in and just type, you know, what you're interested in, and you'll get a whole list of different devotionals. I'm typically reading through two or three at a time, along with my other devotional time, um, because I find it gives me something else to think about and reflect on during the day. But the one I just finished by Rick Warren was Absolute Dynamite. I would encourage you maybe say, over the next year, I'm going to do it. There were some days I forgot and did other things. But, you know, in about a year, I was done with this plan, and I'm so, so happy I did. So, back to what we said earlier, back to our opening question. What is your plan? If you don't have a plan for getting in God's Word, can I, can I request, can I just beseech you as a brother in Christ that you 
develop one. Um, years ago, I was traveling and preaching in Brazil and our, our different churches when we lived down there. And, um, and I would give the five-minute challenge for people that aren't reading the Bible, spend five minutes a day in the Bible. And, um, you know, a much more religious brother came along and he said, well, five minutes isn't enough. And I said, I agree. But for somebody who's not reading it at all, it's a lot. And months, months later, almost a year later, I came back to one of the churches where I'd been preaching and one of the young ladies came up to me and she said, you know what? Last time you were here, you gave us the five-minute challenge of spending five minutes in God's Word. And she said, it's transformed my life. She said, I can't say I've been consistent every day. She said, but almost every day for the last six or eight months, I've spent five, 10, 15, 20 minutes a day in God's Word. And she said, I feel like I've grown so much. I've got insight. Things I didn't understand, things I used to question have, have, have really... Um, just those questions have disappeared as I've gotten into God's Word and began to pray and trust Him. So can I just encourage you, develop a plan. We talked about starting at the beginning. Not the best one, but it is a plan. The one-year Bible. Ch- check it out on the resource highlights. It's, it's definitely a great way to go. Spending time in the New Testament over the year. This is such a great way to go. You will be so enriched. Um, or the same plan, the New Testament, but also adding the Psalms and Proverbs to it. This is another great way to go that's going to enrich. Remember, I talked about the Psalms. I love to read the Psalms because they help me so much in my prayer life. And then, of course, the, uh, the Bible Project, which is another fantastic tool to help you grow in your faith and to help you deepen your knowledge and understanding of God's Word. And then the last one are the Version devotionals. These are fantastic. I use them all the time. There's something there for everyone. Well, I'd love to hear from you. What is your plan? How do you spend time in God's Word? Um, What works for you? Go to davidspell.com. Leave me a question or a comment in the comment section for today's post. While you're there, sign up to get my free newsletter so that we can stay in touch. Well, friends, thanks for joining me. We will see you next week on Leading and Learning.